0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Generally Casual, the place where you can learn anything and everything casually. My name is Michael, and I, Richard is giving me weird, I'm looks. Giving I'm, weird looks. I'm one of the co hosts of the show, <laughs> and joining with me, as always, is my brother Richard.
1: I'm going to just confuse Michael to no end this time. And it
0: works. He says, you're looking over there because you don't see the thing recording, right?
1: No, I was actually looking at the the, the OneNote again (laughs) and finding different things. Just like last episode where I was like,
0: years. This time, I was looking at food. This time, generally casual has years in the correct order. (laughs) Maybe. Um, So, we are covering... um, Last time, we covered... Uh, Canadian, Canadian Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving because it's the closest and a little bit of the UK. Yeah, their, their new Harvest Festival. Um, yeah, because the obvious correlation between the two and yeah. us. Uh, and today we're covering gratitude holidays from around the world. Uh, Thanksgiving is a gratitude holiday because we give celebrate. thanks. Yeah, we give thanks, which is what gratitude <laughs> means. Gratitude. Um, and these are not. Uh, it kind of bothers me sometimes when like. It's a very American quote-unquote thing to do when you go, "Oh, well, the Thanksgiving version of this in this country is like, well, stop relating it to us before you say it's like some it's not somebody else's Thanksgiving. It's somebody else's gratitude or or giving thanks holiday." Well, it, I, I get I get why we do that so that way we can make it a like, comparison. It's a comparison, but because
1: in I, essence, we're trying to relate to whatever we're yes. talking about.
0: but I, but like sometimes they're not at all Thanksgivings, um because our Thanksgiving is a harvest holiday, basically. Yeah, um, that also gives thanks for not dying. The
1: the roots are like yeah. a, a giving gratitude or thanks for the the plentifulness or whatever. Yeah. But just, yeah, obviously, it usually to, has to do with food or yeah. survival
0: things like that. I just want people to be nicer. You know, not not say think well, about. You mean thinking <laughs> about other cultures? How dare they? And being empathetic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. So sorry. Coming off a little. Coming off a little, a little, hot, hot, a little, a little hot. A little hot. A little hot. <laughs> Uh, so um, we're gonna kind of trade back and forth, um, talking about some gratitude holidays from around the world. And Richard is going to start us off with Israel's uh, holiday of Sukkot. Yes, Sukkot. Uh, it. I will
1: I will say that this is there is some um, harvesting oriented things, but obviously Israel and that whole entire area has very different agricultural to North America. Yes. So, they're very, very different. Um, plus, but weirdly, in the same dates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, technically, because... Oh, the, it's, a, it's even earlier, yeah. Well, no. I, what I was going to say is, technically, in terms of the uh, Israeli calendar, Jewish calendar, it's a completely different calendar. They that don't use it. the Gregorian calendar in terms of their religious holidays. These are completely different. Um, in fact... This holiday Sukkot is celebrated on the 15th day of the month of Tish, Tishrei, um, which is between late September and late October.
0: If you are looking at the the Hebrew calendar right now, it is the 12th of Heshvan uh, in 5783. Yes.
1: That is 5,783. Correct. Yes. That is the year in terms of the Hebrew what calendar. what year it is right now. Yes. Um but this um, holiday um has to do with the uh, 40 years of travel in the desert after the after the um Israelites exodus from slavery in Egypt um, as referenced in the Torah um which they talk about a little bit of uh their time in Egypt during Passover um, and the plague and and mm-hmm. the different um, another year so we right. survived. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. So this talks about their time after they left Egypt and spent forty years of travel before they end up getting to their promised land, as it were. What do you do during the forty years of travel? Um, ate sand.
0: Ate sand. sand. So I got a lot of
1: sand between my feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very dry. Your your feet are pretty cracked. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Desert heat will do that too. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But
1: uh I have celebrated this, by the way, um, a handful of times. I have helped build a sukkah or sukot, um, which is a little hut that is oh. made out of like leaves and other things like that. Think of it like a little tent mm-hmm. um that is decorated. Um and it's it's meant to uh, give thanks for grains and fruits that were harvested. Harvested, but also um, to give thanks to God for the natural resources that allowed the Israelites to build said hut. Um, I
0: feel like if you've celebrated this, I probably have celebrated this as well.
1: Probably, yeah. Um, the the suka, um, which is like I said, is the little hut. It's built out of palm branches um, and um, basically covered in leaves and other things like that. And then you end up, um, if you're doing it on a visual basis. Uh, They usually sleep in there overnight, but, um, um, usually, um, Hebrew holidays are celebrated from like, uh, usually a sunrise to a sunset or things like that. But this is actually kind of built over the course of time. It's, it's very fun, um, and also very interesting, um, celebration because it's very community oriented. Um, in this case, obviously you, the, um, Israelites probably did it on an individual family basis. But the way that it was celebrated because of how uh, we were raised, it was a larger Jewish community, and they would come and basically each of the kids or each of the uh, family members would come and put a piece onto the sukkah, yeah. Um, which was very cool. Um, so, yeah, that's a pretty straightforward, uh, more religious-associated holiday because it's very clear mm-hmm. it's for the Jewish um, religion, but it's celebrated still in, in Israel. Yeah.
0: Um, so now we're going to travel... Way off to the east, um, to Korea. Uh, and Korea has a major harvest festival called, I'm going to butcher all the names I'm about to say. I believe it is Chuseok. Um, sure. I, should just, I, I could not tell you how a Korean word is, is pronounced. I'm just going to try my best today. Yeah. And if I Muddle through. It, please through, <laughs> please send me vocal recordings of you saying it correctly. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, as well as all the words we're going to say today. So the Korean Harvest Festival is a three-day event um, celebrated on the 15th day of the eighth month of the lunar calendar. Um, Another calendar that is hey a different calendar again. Yes, Uh, in which Koreans return to their hometowns to perform traditional rituals in the morning to remember their ancestors. So I actually like the difference already. um, That think the our version of Thanksgiving is like. Celebrating the harvest, the the, the Jewish version of uh, their their uh, th- gratitude holiday is about celebrating, hey, we didn't die. We, <laughs> we lived, and and now we have one that's kind of similar more to Day of the Dead, um, which occurs post-October uh, um, 31st yes. in November, uh, which actually we talked about last time, mm-hmm. which is uh, the Harvest Festival in Mexico.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are uh, big about family remembrance and mm-hmm. things like that, and then they do a number of different food-oriented things for that, as well as the orange flowers. Yes.
0: Um, and this is a very like uh, a very Eastern tradition uh, where family members visit and clean up the graves uh, or tombs of their immediate ancestors uh, before offering them food drinks and crops um, to honor them. Okay, so instead of,
1: in the terms of what um, Dia de los Muertos does with the ofrenda, they instead, because um, usually Asian culture has it more, um, they have, what is it called? Shrines. Shrines, there you go. Um, And so they take care of that every year as part of this ceremony and then
0: make it a bigger deal. and I'm guessing they also go out to whatever their version of a cemetery would be and then go also clean it up, although that is traditional if you go visit their grave anyways um so it's
1: not necessarily because in some of the asian cultures they have personal shrines like at their house and stuff it's they would actually go out to like the actual like burial area
0: yeah and i am not going to pronounce this i only know one of those words Bogogi.
1: um and these, that's um, what i was looking at was uh it looks like this is
0: um japche, and songpyeon, songpyeon. Um, which is a crescent-shaped rice cake, are popular foods of the holiday. Um, I think I've had japchae before. And there was a word in here I'm trying to find real quick, uh, which times perfectly to the Hong celebration, uh, which Han means big and Gwai means uh, the Ides of the Eighth Lunar Month, which hmm. is better known as Chuseok. Uh ah. so they actually have a different word that literally means the day um uh and that is tied to the lunar calendar and the the reason why this happens is because it's the largest full moon of the year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um I'm trying to see if there's anything else I wanted to add to that. Oh, yes, uh Songpyeon um is a rice powder ball filled with sesame seeds, beans or chestnuts. Ooh. And it's the legend has it that the one who makes the most most artful songpyeon will have the most beautiful child. Oh, which I feel is the like... a baking competition.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and and the reward is you're gonna have the most beautiful child. Your child is beautiful now. Yeah. What if who judges that competition? <laughs> what if they have an ugly kid? That's terrible. I. I that's that. <laughs> that just be awful.
0: <laughs> They're like ooh. Why is your kid so ugly? Probably because you made. You some, lost. Some, no, I won. Some, oh. <laughs> I won. I won. Well, then we got to redefine our beauty standards because yep. this kid is beautiful. And what does that say about the rest of you? <laughs> oh, man, I'd feel bad. Yeah, that's just terrible.
1: Okay, uh, to continue along, uh, we have a, a celebration that is held in Vietnam. I'm also going to butcher this name. Uh, It looks like it's Tet Trung Tu Festival, which is the Mid-Autumn Festival.
0: I will give you props as somebody who's not Vietnamese to say you tried. I did. I (laughs) did. Uh, Yeah, also, um, um, this is actually one that I I don't know what it's about, but I've heard Children's Festival before because uh, there's a lot of places that aren't in America that have a Child's Day or oh, yeah, Children's yeah. Festival. I mean, technically, even America
1: has a Children's Day. It's just not really celebrated. It, yeah, it's it's like an unofficial official holiday. Right. Yeah. Um, in this case, yes, it is also known as Children's Festival. Um, the Vietnamese believe children are symbols of innocence and purity. The closest connection to a sacred and natural world. Ooh, interesting. Um, so children light lanterns and perform lion dances as part of the celebration. Ooh. And it's the second most important holiday tradition in Vietnam.
0: Yeah, which,
1: which is interesting.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Um, oh, this is—they also have mooncakes.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so, f- this is what's funny is like mooncakes—they sell in Costco, but they they sell them for like five or six months because you can apply mooncakes to like a bunch of different a holidays. bunch of different holidays. Yeah. Uh, And they are delicious. Yeah, they are good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there was something on here. It says, it's one of the most uh, festive celebrations in the ancient town of Hoi An, um, where dancers and drummers perform in the streets and along the Tubon River, River. Uh, which I that just seems so fun. So, it's so exciting to be like, oh, yeah. I mean, so far we've gone through three, but
1: it seems really interesting that... There's a lot of different cultural festivals, which I, I hope um, they all have very unique things with them. um, And they all seem like they'd be very
0: interesting to go to and partake. Yeah. In. yeah, 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 Um, I hope that's someone's bucket list to go around the world and just like go to all these huge holiday festivals. I mean,
1: you got to think about it. It's not just like even like carnival and Rio has its roots mm-hmm. in in celebrations and things like that but like the current it's just a giant party like yeah how um how it, it's a uh, focused party Mardi Gras is, yeah basically it's a themed party yeah uh, but it's very interesting to see the dynamic difference between like this mm-hmm. where it's like it, there's celebratory things, but there's very cultural oriented, which like I said, Carnival has some of that in there. Obviously, they have the parade and a bunch of other stuff. It's very symbolic to the culture of that area. Yeah. Uh, But now you popularly associate with Carnival with basically a drunken (laughs) huge dance
0: (laughs) Kind of like Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah. But the
0: cultural elements of
1: of these seem very unique and Mm -hmm. interesting. So, uh,
0: yeah. Um, I, I I was highlighting something because... I like how certain cultures their holidays are actually based on stories. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and this one is uh, because it's a Children's Festival. It centers around the young who parade with lanterns at night to light the way to Earth for the legendary, I nope, <laughs> I literally do not know how to pronounce that. C <laughs> U uh, O I, O accent I yes. Uh, who has lived on the moon ever since, uh, hung on oh Oh, he hung onto the banyan tree tree as he floated up there that's cool yeah i was like oh that's a see i tried to pronounce something else that i thought was a name (laughs) and hey hung (laughs) hey hung no (laughs) he he hung hung onto Um, a
1: banyan tree
0: yeah and i'm like oh that's so that's so fun if you know how to pronounce that word cool maybe probably wrong (laughs) um please let us know (laughs) yeah
1: we have to spend too much time looking at Google Translate for it to then robotically tell us how to pronounce it. Yes,
0: and you, if you if you are a listener of our show, you will have listened to one like three or four weeks ago where we just played the same word over and over again. <laughs> Shuiwan Shweewon. Um, because we did not want to pronounce it. Okay, so the next one is the Ghana Festival uh, uh, Homo Wu Festival. It's uh, the Homo Wu Festival. I I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Oh, uh but okay. this is actually humo-wo. a very humo-wo. uh maybe that's how you say it. Sure. Um it it's a very interesting festival and I'm going to describe it to you and you're going to tell me that you know like it's another one where we say yay we lived. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Um this is the commemorate the pre-colonial famine that occurred in Ghana. The festival starts in Uh, Actually, it doesn't celebrate the famine. It celebrates the living after the The famine. Uh, The the survival of the famine. Uh, The festival starts in May during the planting of crops, just before the rainy season begins. And the celebration includes marching through the streets with drums, face painting, singing, and uh, performing traditional dances. Um, So this is because hunger plagued the indigenous Ga people of Ghana for years uh, when the seasonal rains failed to come, kind of sounds like California. Uh, well, no, this is a lot worse because it's well, in this, Africa. <laughs> well, also because that this was before we had things like uh, reservoirs and dams yeah. and things like that. It, uh, they, the people I'm sure of Ghana were like desperate for rain,
1: the rainy season, because otherwise, like that whole area gets super dry.
0: Yes, so there is there was a widespread famine because of this, a water famine, which that yeah. sucks. Uh, because no matter how much you eat, you still need to drink water. Yeah. Um, and once the rain returned, they celebrated by literally mocking their past struggles with a holiday called uh, what I said, which means <laughs> jeering at the hunger.
1: That's awesome,
0: though. That's what I'm to, saying. That, like they. Uh, so they didn't.
1: They did a celebratory thing, but it's they mocked like jokingly to be like, ha. We, we got through this. We're still a strong people. Like, that's amazing that they then come together and say, we're not going to, you know, mm-hmm. downtrod in our culture. And But the, obviously, they're going to still prepare and whatever else. Yeah, exactly. But at the
0: same time, they're like, ha, get out of here, hunger. So uh, part of this is that the Ga people remain incredibly quiet, super quiet, so they don't disturb the the yams from growing before the seasonal rain. Um, And then... Once the seasonal, uh, once that they are grown, they roast and stew them for a delicious feast. Um, also on the the menu is two other foods which I, I will not pronounce, um, which are festival foods made of cornmeal and palm nut soup. All right, not gonna lie, palm nut soup sounds pretty good. It does. I mean, like a lot of these foods, I'm like, oh yes, cornmeal. I mean, cornmeal. <laughs> um. So I. While I was reading through a lot of these holidays, I was like, oh, this one actually sounds really exciting. Yeah. Like They're like, wah-ha-ha, ha. remember when we were hungry and dying? Now we are not. We are not <laughs> anymore. And I was going to
1: say any sort of probably African, uh, as reading, any sort of African-based holiday, lots of drum beating. That makes sense. Chanting. What? Um, dancing, singing, face painting. Oh, face painting sounds interesting and fun. But yeah, like a lot of the
0: well, um, drums is one of the yeah, one of the bigger instruments. It's a I mean, cultural. I mean, staple. music originated from Africa with uh, with uh, uh, rhythms, uh, call and response. Yeah, um, and a lot of chanting music. And the only instruments that they would have back then is beating instruments uh, because the the technique of making string instruments or blown instruments. Didn't really exist and were incredibly hard to make, but string string some skin over like an an open oh, yeah. festival and then you hey, can hit it hit a and it makes lock. a sound. Yes, yeah, or hit anything. Yeah, hit anything. It will make that a sound. Yeah, that is a yes. rhythm based instrument. Yeah, so that that makes a lot of sense. Um, our next one, Richard gets a oh some my German goodness, for me. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> we've we picked a whole bunch of hard to pronounce words. There are uh, there was like German. three or four more, but I was like uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> earn to Dunkfest. That's that's how I'm gonna say that. As long as you I, didn't say dank, we're good. No, donk, I'm pretty sure. Uh so in in Germany, Earn to Dunkfest, because that's how yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. it. Yeah, Earn to Dunkfest. Earn earn uh also known as the Harvest of Thanks, is on the first Sunday in October. Um Oh, interesting. Usually a church-organized celebration, this Harvest Festival includes several fun activities, including a parade, obviously. <laughs> I mean, it's... Like they all are. Yeah. <laughs> um, And a carnival, ooh, um, with elaborate decorations made from harvested fruits and vegetables. So, we're kind of back in the n- typical yes. European-oriented... We're in a Harvest Festival. Yeah. Again, yes. uh, oh, and obviously they have a cornucopia... Or Horn of Plenty, um, which you're, if you're from the United States, you're probably more familiar with because it's that cone thing that has a bunch of
0: fruit. It's, like, it, a weaved, like, that. it's like a weaved horn that has a bunch of vegetables and fruit pouring out of it. Yes.
1: Um, so it looks like they use a lot of that imagery and they have plenty of those as part of this holiday. Um,
0: oh, Donka. Thank you. Yeah, Donka. Yeah. That's why I said Urn to Donkfest. Yeah, and fest is festival. Yeah, so ernte probably means harvest.
1: It looks like. Yeah, I would assume so. Harvest right. thank festival. So ernte, yeah, that's gotta be it. Yes, Michael, you are correct. Ernte
0: donk fest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I pronounced it correct. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure you uh, did. on the correct. The only side. part that's weird is maybe it's the beginning, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it could be ernte donk fest. That's yeah. true. Uh, oh, that's even better. Ernte. You're you're sounding more and more German possibly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um okay. So, uh meal, the food is obviously part of the tradition. Um and usually it looks like it's uh usually has some sort of bird meal associated with it. So, Not turkey.
0: Yes. Turkeys are North American.
1: That's true. It's <laughs> usually chicken, rooster, goose. Um bird oriented well yes correct north american birds are turkeys they don't usually go everywhere else
0: you got one more german word to say
1: uh, hey i'm on the right track with it <laughs> i think you are <laughs> <laughs> um, um there is a harvest crown and that is called earn to krone i'm it has to have that eh at the end i'm just gonna say that i can't Say whether or not I'm correct, but
0: I feel like that's like, like, her's queen or
1: Aaron to Krone. But, but Krone, I believe, is crown, yeah, in German or Krone.
0: I was also like, I feel like you have more German knowledge than I do I with your with your don't. Latin information, maybe. So I'm like,
1: no, German is its own root language. Oh, it is, uh, <laughs> it has nothing to do with Latin at all. Uh, in fact, German uh, influences English more technically than Latin does. That's amazing, Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, it, the celebration has a bunch of music and
0: dancing and parades and then fireworks. Uh, now, now we will travel off to one of the oldest harvest festivals in the world. <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: doubt that. Yeah.
0: Um, and I will, I will scroll down a little bit so Richard can start on his section. Yeah. Unless you want to read my section. No, go ahead. Okay. okay. Um, so uh, we are now going to the Chinese Moon Festival. Uh, as we have multiple moon festivals out there in the world. Um, this one is a thousand year old celebration uh, for the Chinese to reflect on the bounty of the summer harvest, um, the fullness of the moon and the myth of the immortal go- goddess Cheng Oh who lives in the moon. Um, and the basically the thing to be made during the harvest uh, the moon the moon festival is moon cakes which are flaky, round, semi-sweet pastries, which are given as gifts um, for this celebration. Uh, It is often thought of, yes, probably here only in America, as Chinese Thanksgiving because of its spirit of gratitude and abundant food. Of course. In legend, there was once ten sons, and the heroic Hou Yi shot down nine of them to cool down the earth and earned an elixir that would transform him into a god from the goddess of the heavens. But instead is oh, it was also not Chang O, oh, is Cheng Yi. Um, his wife Cheng Yi drank it and flew to the moon along with a rabbit. and Cheng Yi is often depicted with a small white rabbit. Um, the shadow of which can be spotted during a full moon. Ho Yi put out food, hoping she would appear every year on the moon's brightest day, falling on Zhong Kui uh, meaning Mid-Autumn Festival or the Harvest Moon Festival. Uh, in essence, it's the Taiwanese and Chinese version of Chusok, also held on the 15th day of the lunar calendar's eighth month. Although, uh, if if I was from China, I would probably tell you that, no, all the other things are originating from the the Chinese Harvest Moon yeah, Festival. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, when the bright moon is believed to help farmers working late in the fields. Uh, the annual celebration emphasizes family connectivity, even in the way that the festival's traditional food, the mooncake, is served, um, uh, which, as I said, is a semi uh, semi sweet round cake which features fillings such as sweet lotus seed paste. Oh, that actually sounds really good, and are cut in equal sizes pieces for everybody in the family. Um, I'm glad to know a little bit more about that. I see. That's why I love like uh, a lot of Eastern myths have, like, a rooted story of why they celebrate something.
1: But, I mean, a lot of their culture is based off of storytelling. So that makes sense. Like, even, like, hereditarily and things like that, Mm -hmm. stories are passed down from family member to family member, Mm -hmm. things like that. Historical-based. Yeah. So that's really interesting.
0: So at this point, we have three holidays remaining, and the last one's going to be a quick one.
1: So we are going... On pace. On pace.
0: Off to India.
1: Yes. Which, uh, what I found interesting about this holiday is the name of the holiday, Pongal, Pong, Pongal, I think is the way it's pronounced. I don't know, obviously. I don't speak Indian. Um, But the word means to boil. Um, and then the holiday. So, Ponga means to boil. And the main dish that they serve during it is rice boiled in milk.
0: That weirdly sounds delicious. So it <laughs> also seems like,
1: I mean, the symbology of the holiday is very interesting. They, they celebrate it in January to mark the beginning of the end of winter season in India. Mm. Um, and it's a four day festival on the second day. It's the most important day of the, uh, on, of the holiday. And they throw their old clothes into a fire And burn them and then have an oil massage and wear new clothes to worship. And I don't know how to pronounce their sun god, but they worship their sun god. It looks like it's Surya or Surya. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so um, in Indian culture, uh, cattle is generally very sacred. So they bathe cattle. Um, They dress and then they're served uh the cattle are bathed dressed and served pongal that uh rice and boiled milk um and then yeah they do a lot of celebration of families and things like that but their whole thing is is um they have different uh areas within india so in southern india people give thanks to the rice sugar cane they're very big spice culture so mm. turmeric uh things like that um and then like i said the word punga means to boil and it's referencing the cooking of the crops as they come out of winter um but yeah yeah i the the crazy thing for me while i was kind of reading this was they they burn clothes into a fire <laughs> <laughs>
0: well it's renewal
1: yeah well of course <laughs> uh, the symbology behind it's very interesting it's but as part of that Culturally, it makes a lot of sense. They're celebrating the renewal and the, them coming out of winter mm-hmm. and things like that. And
0: it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, our next one is uh, from Barbados. It's called Crop Over. Uh, Crop Over is a traditional harvest festival in Barbados, which features singing, dancing, climbing a greased pole, and feasting, drinking competitions, and a calypso music competition. This sounds really exciting. <laughs> sounds like, sounds a, like you go there and you're just going to have a great time. Yeah. Um, the celebration starts in June and ends on the first Monday in August. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. It's a month-long festival. Hey, let's have a party. I was like, everybody take off work then? I was like, you're, you're just out for a full month? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh the um so there's street parties, craft markets, food tents, and it has evolved into Barbados's uh biggest national festival similar to Carnival yeah. in Brazil and Trinidad. Um now, now here's some interesting things, and Richard, you can tell me if I'm saying them right. Uh it it was made famous by a it is, is it Bahan B-A-J-A-N? Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, superstar Rihanna's Rihanna. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rihanna's extravagant outfit to celebrate the annual holiday. The island's Nash, The island nation's 200-year-old tradition honors the end of sugarcane season, which is their most essential crop. That makes sense. Most island. Most yeah, yeah, Islands have uh, a lot of. Sugarcane. I mean, even Hawaii has like an entire island devoted towards sugarcane. So yeah. Uh, it's celebrated for six weeks. With overnight parties that often go until dawn. Jeez, every day for six weeks partying nonstop. But I you mean, only start to party at night. So that why means they not? go to work, they go to work, and then and then once work is over, they just party until till dawn <laughs> and then they go back to work and they never sleep for six weeks. <laughs> oh my goodness. It just it just sounds exciting. Uh and it's ended um at the and the uh the first day of in August. They have kadument. Um which is when they don flashy costumes with sequins, feathers and jewels and dance along the spring garden highway that sounds very carnival like yeah, yeah, um, our last one is we go to Japan for Kinro kancha um uh nohi, which Kinro
1: kancha nohi, yes, which translates to labor Thanksgiving day <laughs> okay,
0: so it's it's a Thanksgiving day,
1: right. Uh, oh okay so it focuses on the rights of workers in the form of community building. Okay that makes sense. Yeah, in yeah, essence yeah. it's a way well, to it's celebrate a, It's a very Japanese thing. Yeah, labor
0: um in a Thanksgiving way. Yeah. Um and it celebrates the rice harvest. Oh of course. Yeah, uh, which is one of Japan's biggest yeah. <laughs> biggest a- agricultural labors. Um yeah and it has a firefighter show uh and you make crafts and things that show the local police and firefighter uh, that people are grateful for their oh protection. nice yeah that makes sense uh, first
1: responders and whatnot that they're they're probably a lot they're bigger over there we we really do need to have kind of a uh celebration of our first responders other than when they're doing things that cause them to be working a lot
0: yeah yeah. Yeah. Or the other issues surrounding uh, – oh, I guess. Uh, I was going to say, I, California kind of
1: celebrates them at the end of at the end of summer every year anyway because, uh, like, thank you for saving us from fire that our entire state is yeah, on fire all the time. That's the
0: thing. It's, like, also, like, without the connotations of people and their thoughts about the police, it's, like, still a celebration of all of them. Yeah. You know, the, our paramedics, our firefighters, the police who were there out serving for the community uh, – as a big celebration for all of them would be great because, you know, just share the love and have more community support, bring the communities together instead of splitting them apart.
1: Yeah, I think you could even include like social workers and a number of others mm-hmm. in like community oriented service workers yeah. into that. People
0: who are there who are are the technically the government's first uh first contact to the people. Yeah. Celebrate the teachers sure <laughs> yeah so i hope you all enjoyed our gratitude uh centered couple of weeks um and i hope you all have a fantastic thanksgiving um as that'll probably be after this episode um and you know yeah, hey if you
1: don't celebrate in north america whatever giving you do thanks globally we celebrate you as well
0: that was a lovely sentence Richard. yeah um, you know, share some thanks to those who are closest to you. Remember, family's important. Love everybody around you, and spread the gratitude to everybody who needs it. Yeah, I love you all who are listening, and we'll see you next week. Keep
1: sharing that word of mouth. <laughs> thanks, Richard. Don't don't mouth share. Just share through words, not through mouth. Please. Generallycasual@gmail.com. <laughs> Share, blah, like, blah, subscribe, blah, subscribe. Blah blah blah. Subscribe. We love all the you. other things. See Thank you. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>